Welcome to the Learning Through Leading podcast. Lots of great things are happening in education all over our nation. This podcast will help educators in schools and classrooms connect with those who are moving the needle to help kids in effective and innovative ways. Your hosts are Dr. Nick Sutton and yours truly, Matt Jacobson. Without further ado, let's get on with the show. Okay, I guess we're recording, huh? I haven't had a chance to talk with you for a long time. Yeah, yeah. Welcome to another kind of relaxing episode of the Learning Through Leading podcast. Nick is Nick is doing well. How's Mr. Matt doing? Mr. Matt is um, is doing well. Um, this has been an eventful several weeks for me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> as, as in addition to already being an eventful year. So right. yeah, what's what's new with Matt? What's going on? Well, um, I, uh, in addition to all of my regular duties in, in, in the world of work, um, you know, our, like our family, um, has been kind of moving hither and yon. I've got, um, two in, in living in Iowa. We've got one in Southern Illinois and we've got one who um, we just found out this past week was just accepted to a doctoral program at University of Iowa. Oh, so, there you go. Wow. Right. Wow. So we are um, we are spending a lot of our time on the road these days. Um, and then to, uh, to sort of add to that, um, I was approached by um, a... a, a a university in Illinois, we'll just say that, um, to help them develop some online coursework in my, <laughs> what's left of my spare time. And, and to be brutally honest, Nick, that has been taking up a lot of my time, but I absolutely love it. You know, um, I, if anything, I mean, I, man, we got to talk about that briefly for a second. It's like online courses mm -hmm. talk about, Talk about a wave of the future. Talk, oh, talk about uh, uh, not just a trend, but but just an emerging, uh, just uh, just kind of way of doing education that, that's here to stay. Like, where oh, yeah. are you seeing with that? Like, how much is that growing? Like, and, and at what pace is it is it doing so? So, in in so many ways, this was something that was on my that has been on my radar for a few years. And it, it was something that I was starting to play around with, kind of play around with in the back of my head um, when we started this podcast. Um, gosh, three years ago, two and a half years ago, three years now. That's right. That's right. Yeah. yeah unbelievable. Yeah. And um, at that time, to be honest, at that time in 2018, 2019, I thought, you know, hey, here's a great opportunity to create like a side hustle for you know some passive income you know you charge you you create a course or two you put it out there on a couple of the big platforms and you just sit back and rock watch the bucks roll in right um yeah so number one it's a whole lot harder than that <laughs> most <laughs> shocking shockingly things that that you want to make money from usually are so Shocking, yeah right yeah and um and and then number two 
COVID happened. And the world of online learning and online courses just exploded. And so during my day job, I work in professional learning all day long, which I love. I think during COVID, and I have a, a, a sum total of zero research to back this up, other than anecdotal, here's what I'm seeing, and here's what people talk to me about. Sure, sure. But we're seeing across the board numbers of educators, just in the education sector, okay? Numbers of educators who are seeking professional learning have like dropped into the basement. And so the question then becomes why? And I think, I, again, zero research to back this up. I think that a couple of things happened. Number one, during COVID, we all had to pivot. Pivot, right? We all had to pivot. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Right? Yeah. To to online learning and we all had to learn a lot about how to take what we were doing in person and do it online okay so a lot of people are kind of burned out i think on professional learning i have been professional developed up to my earlobes right now is what i think a lot of educators are telling us and I think you're on to something because if you start thinking about all the stuff that was related to COVID, how much of this professional development was unwelcomed? Right. Like exactly. Usually you go to a conference or you sign up for something because you have an interest in it. You're excited to do it. But right. this was not really that type of atmosphere or environment because you had to do it to just survive. So right. I, if it I wasn't something, saying. yeah, it wasn't something that was necessarily, um, um, an individual choice. It was something that people were forced into. And now I can remember just when I finished my master's degree, I went into like textbook revolt. Like I didn't want to read anything, not even something for fun. I just wanted to get my nose out of the book for a while. And I have a feeling that's how educators are feeling right now. Unless like you're, we're in Illinois, unless you're Illinois professional educator's license is up for renewal, you're probably avoiding professional wow. learning. Uh, I, I think you're onto something. Professional development. Yeah. yeah. Right? I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to separate because you and I, I, I know you have a book out about professional <laughs> development and I, I, I understand where you're a, going. I yeah, get it. I, have I get it. I have a different point of view. I think there's a difference between professional development and professional learning. I think in terms of professional development, teachers feel they are fully developed and they don't need any development right now unless the state says you need a little development. As far as professional learning, I think the desire is still there, right? I think the desire is still there a lot of people, and this is the second point, I think a lot of people during COVID really had their eyes open and work and life merged in a way they have never merged 
before. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, yep. And a lot of us are saying, wait a minute, we need to draw more distinct boundaries. Again, I have zero uh, uh, research to back this up. This just comes from talking to people, okay? So I, I honestly think that people are just saying work-life balance is more important than a paycheck. And I think we're seeing that in the mass resignation, the great resignation that, that we hear about on TV and read about in the, on blogs and whatnot. I, I think that people are looking to find new ways to support themselves, to support their families, and to uh, kind, of, kind of while they maintain their professionalism. And I think we're, we're seeing those balances kind of move left, right, left right until they kind of balance out again and i think it's going to take another year maybe two before we see that engagement with professional development in the traditional sense and i know your book make pd matter talks a lot about not necessarily traditional professional development, but more professional learning. And I appreciate that. Um, but I, I, I think we're seeing, you know, those scales kind of going to the extremes in both directions now. And after the next year or two, I think we're going to see them settle out again. And we're, we're going to kind of go back to something different. I think a lot of educators right now want to be in, I think educators both want and quite honestly deserve and have earned the right to manage their professional learning on their own time and on their own, uh, uh, within their own means. And I, I really see online learning playing an important role in that. And so when I was approached by this college to, uh, to, to start helping them um, kind of move their offerings online, um, I jumped at the chance. And, and that is becoming a very challenging, a very welcome, but kind of a time-consuming um, effort, because as we all learn, um, you know, to, to, to paraphrase the Lord of the Rings trilogy, one does not merely put a course online, right? So I'm helping those educators at that higher ed institution um, kind of take some of their coursework and move it to Re help reach a wider audience. And, and that just, honestly, that makes me feel good. Um, now, Nick, I know that a lot of, um, a lot of things are changing in your life as well lately. Do you yeah. want to, yeah. what, what's, what's happening with Nick these days? You know, like you, um, life kind of beautifully evolves. And so 
Mm-hmm. Um, I professionally will be at a, another district leading them as a superintendent. I'm, you know, beyond excited. And for anybody who's kind of went through some sort of, you know, administrative transition, it, it's, it, it's, it's definitely exciting, but it also during that time when you're kind of checking multiple email accounts, going to, <laughs> uh, you know, two different board meetings a month and, and just trying to keep everything straight. It, it, like you, I mean, you, 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 it's not necessarily that you're overwhelmed, but you're definitely at your capacity. Right. But it's a capacity that you enjoy. It's a capacity that has a level of challenge to it. It has a level of satisfaction to it, but nonetheless. Mm-hmm. And there's so many layers to like kind of what you talked about that I, I could respond to. But like the 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 one kind of simplest point I could make that kind of reiterates a lot of what you said is, you know when you kind of take on a new challenge and you kind of reflect on everything related to COVID and you see the exhausted educators and you look Mm -hmm. at all these different things, you kind of just start to prioritize. Right. And, and kind of put things into different compartments. And so Mm -hmm. for me, like I kind of talked to you about a little bit off air is, you know, having four kids, they're, they're getting older (laughs) and I enjoy it. And it seems like every night is, softball or karate or soccer or this or that. And, and I like it and I like it a lot. And so it's like you, you know, it's like you kind of mentioned, and I think for anybody out there listening, it's amazing how much life continually evolves. And it's even almost, um, I don't know, over the top satisfying and strange, just how Mm -hmm. much our lives have changed since we started doing this podcast, like Mm -hmm. immensely, because it's, it's to kind of even kind of connect it to how you talked about how online courses have exploded. I remember when we first started doing this podcast, I mean, it, it, um, podcasts weren't as well known. I feel like I still feel like the word podcast was kind of like strange and interesting. A lot of times when I would say I'm doing a podcast and now it's so much more universally known and accepted. It's there's, there's so many podcasts that are wonderful out there. And it's, it's, it's funny that the cycle of not only education, but life, that's probably what's happening with online courses. Now it's, it's going to just be at more of an expedited rate probably due to COVID, but it's, it's evolving the same way that kind of podcasting has. Absolutely. I think you're absolutely right. But At the same time, I mean, you hit on an important point. You know, even though the world of work, whether that be online courses or running a school district or whatever, even though that changes all the time, our families and our relationships are are still there. And, you know, you and I have both had multiple careers. Now, I'm a little farther along through my career than, I, than, than you are, pal, but I'll, I will. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. I, I, will, I, will, I will promise you, you will never get those karate practices, those softball practices, even at the end of the season when you wish that, your 
the the softball team would just lose one tournament so you could get one weekend <laughs> back yeah you know yeah. years later you'll say wow we had a lot of fun traipsing halfway across the state for those softball tournaments yeah and the and the thing is too is like and and hopefully i can help somebody else out there when i first became mm-hmm. a principal i i had to kind of learn that the hard way firsthand mm-hmm. and it's interesting i when i am in some sort of um cohort professional learning professional development whatever you want to call it with like other educational leaders i a lot of times see this commonality that like everybody kind of needs to learn that the hard way mm-hmm. because what's ironic is like the, the the first time that somebody becomes a principal superintendent department chair whatever you you get all this advice that you need to be able to prioritize you know make sure you always pick your family over your career and it's not it's not like people weren't told this and it's not like i wasn't told this but it's like I just needed to kind of go, oh, I'm screwing this up a little bit earlier in my career. So I'm certainly more protective Mm -hmm. and a lot more aware of that now. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, I I, like you am am kind of growing and and we're both fortunate that we're getting bigger, um, larger Mm -hmm. opportunities professionally. But with that comes kind of uh, to a certain extent, you know, something's something's got to give sometimes. So so. So Matt and I have kind of been talking, we, we, at least for a while, at least for a period of time, yep. one of those things that are going to give is going to be this wonderful podcast. Um, and so it doesn't mean that this is done forever. It doesn't right. mean that we don't think this is going to evolve to sue other things. Cause if there is one thing that Nick and Matt have no shortage of it's ideas that we might not have time for, but, <laughs> but, uh, but I, but, but at least for now, at least for now, it kind of makes sense to kind of put this on pause. So, you know, Matt, as, as we kind of, you know, reminisce over the last three years, which doesn't even seem mm-hmm. possible, what are some of the biggest takeaways you've had from this podcast experience? Nick, let me just say this. You and I have had some conversations off air, some conversations that had nothing to do with this podcast. I was in a rough place uh, when we started this podcast. I have had my own struggles with mental health. I have had my own struggles with um, family and relationships over work. And, you know, Nick, you used the phrase compartmentalized earlier. And I'm, I'm sure that you will agree that compartmentalizing is easier to say than it is to do. I, I agree. I, I do think it takes practice. Ye- I do oh think it comes with time. And God, I, it takes practice. And I, dude, I I'm do. in my fifties and I'm still I agree. working on it. I, I, I completely agree. Uh, the relationships uh that we have developed through the podcast are relationships that i will never allow to be lost and the most important relationship 
I think, is the relationship, quite honestly, Nick, that you and I have developed over the time. Um, we started. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. The feeling. We started out as colleagues. Um, and I think we have grown from colleagues into friends. And colleagues, I think, have to take a back seat sometimes to friendship and, and to certainly to family. And Nick, while you're not my family, you are certainly a very good friend. And I will always value and uh, respect the help you gave me. Someone, um, I will simply say more than decades, my junior, but uh, certainly you helped me through that difficult time uh, when I was struggling with that work and family balance. And I'm glad I chose family over work. And I'm glad I chose relationships like this one over work. Yeah. yeah and, I... and, and Nick, I consider you not just a colleague, but a friend. Uh, I, I think that has been my biggest takeaway is how, how important relationships are over work responsibilities and how important life is. You know, you, you don't work a job to create a life. You create a life and you work a career to support that life. And when you and I started this podcast, I think that I had that backwards. And I think that this podcast helped me to get things right. That's awesome. Yeah. I, well, so there's so many points I can make to, that, that uh, I would say I agree with and I would say Matt, in so many different ways, I agree with you. I, I I feel the same way. This is this has really been a unique, fun, rewarding, um, just just wonderful experience. And so, mm -hmm. you know, as yeah, at, hey hey Nick, we yeah. have been talking about in the past tense, and that's not really what we talked about on the podcast uh, uh, before we started this episode, is it? Well said. So, Nick, um, um, tell me, first of all, tell me what your takeaways from the podcast yeah, so, yeah. Far, <laughs> so far. Oh, that's. Been. And then oh, we'll transition. You know, I think I've got like three things that pop into my mind of like takeaways so far. The Excellent. first one is we work in a field where. I, I want to put the most positive spin on this that I can. Mm -hmm. You got to network. You should yeah. be networking. Networking yep. is so fun. There's yep. no, there's no opportunity. Not in a, I mean, and so I guess if anything, for anybody out there listening, I, if you're somebody who doesn't go to conferences and doesn't put yourself out there, I guess I implore you to reconsider that because there's just so so much opportunity lost because when I think about the, the volume 
of connections and doors being opened that you and I have both had mm -hmm. with all the different people that we've either had on the show or knew somebody that was on the show. And then they, you know, they, they reached out to us or somebody that knew somebody from a, I, it's every, every educator should be doing this. And, and it's, and it, it, it's fun and it makes you grow and it, it and it kind of opens your mind and it makes you also realize that every challenge and problem that you have, some other educator out there gets it. Mm -hmm. And so that was kind of my other little thing that popped to my mind is this podcast has kind of been like, and you kind of mentioned it, it's been like therapy, like yeah. when the COVID craziness was at its worst. And I, I was just like, I don't even know what I'm supposed to be doing as an administrator to best navigate this. Like I, this is, this is, you know, just, there are times it was just horrible. Yeah. And, and like having people on, they're like, yeah, this is horrible. Right. And it's like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's not just me. I'm not alone here. And, mm -hmm. and then it was like, even, you know, pre COVID when we were talking about, ways to reach kids and ways to motivate people and ways to, to, to really kind of create levels of engagement in your classroom or whatever other topic you want to talk about. This is what's on the mind of every other educator out there. And so right. I think, I think those two things are very interconnected and that was, that's a large, that's, that's a large takeaway for me. Mm -hmm. And I think, um, I think my last one, um, and I've realized, I, I think this is healthy, but it's also something that's, that's something that I enjoy. This was new. This, the, yeah. I've, this was new. I mean, when we first started this podcast, like we, we kind of just hit record and rolled with it. And right. we used to have these giant scripted Google docs that we thought we had to have. And we, had, we did. And we, and we used to message each other of like, okay, are we going too long on this or that? And I, I've learned now kind of what works and what doesn't work and what's ideal. And I right. think that newness has made me reach a point where it's like doing new stuff is it's fun and it's necessary. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, and while, you know, I am anything but a, but a master of podcast, it's like, yeah, but I've done this. <laughs> and, and, and like, now it's kind of like, okay, let's, let's do something else new. And for you, you've got your online courses, which I think is going to blow up. I cannot reiterate that enough. I think that whole topic <laughs> is on the, is on the cusp of of being the new large thing in public education. But I know for me, you know, new position and new experiences with kids that are growing up. But I also, I don't know what it is, but it'll it'll be something. I I, yeah. I just I like taking on and embracing those new things that have to do with, with the wonderful world of public education. And I'm excited to say, I'm not quite sure what that is yet. Right. I don't know what it'll be. And I don't know when I'll do it. Right. But we need to make space for that. Yes. Yes. You, yep. you were dead on. Yeah. We, we, we need to be able to make ourselves available for the what's next. And so as we think about that, what do you think, Nick, is next for, you know, 
learningthroughleading.com. Okay. I like it. I like Mm -hmm. it because you know what? This is like one step away from you asking, all right, what's your one takeaway? All All right. All right. And and that's one thing. We've gotten so much better at these uh, transitions. Uh huh. All right. I'm going to answer this and then I'm going to give it right back to you. What I honestly think for learning through leading Mm -hmm. is it's going to remain and the podcast are always going to be archived and always going to be there. I think the podcast will reemerge in some way. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm excited to say, I'm not sure what exactly that's going to look like for the here and now. um, Matt and Nick have been very fortunate. We get reached out to for, for different consulting opportunities, keynote opportunities, work with districts for about any sort of school improvement um, related area. And um, we're still very open to that. And, we, we still enjoy that. So for anybody out there that would be interested in learning more, reach out to us. But my, my final response will be concise on purpose. What, I, what, what do I think uh, is ultimately next for kind of learning through leading? It, it's going to be the, the original core value it's always had. We're, Nick and Matt are going to keep trying to be better educators and yep. all the while not forgetting that they're people with families first. So Absolutely. Matt, what, what would be your kind of takeaway for the, the future of learning through leading? Well, I, I, would, I would coattail on that. Um, I would say that in addition to supporting our friends and family first and networking with like-minded educators, I think that um, the next phase is how can we, rather than simply connect like-minded educators, but how can we actively support other educators in their work, either as individuals or as, you know, organizations like public or private schools? Um, And I, I can see that consulting uh, role, uh, starting to play a larger part. Um, I can see the podcast persisting though, but I, I see us and, and I think, you know, we talked about this off air. Um, I see learning through leading being something that can be brought to a school or a district or a business. Um, as, you know, let's sit down and talk with your teachers. Let's sit down and talk with your employees and let's talk about best practices and how we can pull that off either in person or in an online format of some sort. Um, and, and how can we help you, the educator or the business leader, tell your story once you have begun to achieve your goals. Yeah. I, I, I think if anything, if there's one theme that you and I accidentally inadvertently have in common, is just you, you, you grow by the support of others. Mm-hmm. We, we, we ultimately, I enjoy supporting other people. 
other mm-hmm. educators I, and you do obviously as well and so it's Absolutely. like that that probably is one of the nicest things about this podcast experience is like the guests that we had on helped us to grow and and hopefully some of the people that listen to this podcast uh, podcast uh, they they grew as a result of listening mm-hmm. well said and will continue to grow yes yes so if if somebody out there is interested in growing that and they are like, you know what? I, I think Matt's the guy that can help me to do so. What's the easiest way to reach out to you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter sometimes at Yodamat68. And Nick, how about you? Uh, Twitter is my preferred method as well. At Dr. Nick Sutton um, is where you can find me. And I'd like to invite everyone to um, either use your podcast player of choice, whether that be Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, what have you, um, or visit www.learningthroughleading.com. And oh, by the way, you can find uh, links to Nick Sutton's book on that website, as well as a 10% discount code if you use the phrase learning, uh, I'm sorry, if you use the phrase learn lead at checkout, uh, you can save 10% off of all of your uh, purchases of either uh, books and materials or online courses from EduMatch Publishing uh, through our website. Well said. Um, but you know what? We also have a domain and you can reach out to Nick at nick at learningthroughleading.com and you can reach out to me at matt at learningthroughleading.com and those will redirect right to our personal emails as well. I'm glad you mentioned that. I'm glad you yeah. mentioned that. So if, if you would like to uh, reach out to us, either for consulting at your school or your business, or if you would like to reach out to us to learn a little bit more about Nick's book or about online courses, um, please feel free to visit our website at www.learningthroughleading.com and uh, generally we get back to you fairly quickly. Oh, uh, I've, I've had well, fun tonight and yeah. I've had fun the last three years, Mr. Matt. I appreciate you, Matt. I've appreciated this experience and, and maybe this will be the best parting words we can have for anybody out there that has listened to the last three years. I appreciate you as well. And thank you. Thank you for listening to the Learning Through Leading podcast. You can find us at learningthroughleading.com or on Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts. Check us out. We'll be back soon with another episode.